Francisco here with the Frank Ops Show, the worst name for a podcast ever. I will change it. Believe me, I will. At some point, I will. And I might be changing the format of this show. I actually have a, another host at some point with this as well as we would like to present video games that we are beating in our backlogs. So that might be a thing. Anyways, I have a new video game. Let's get to it. Need for Speed Most Wanted. That's the game that we're reviewing today. It's an open world racing game. 19th game in the Need for Speed series. I've played many a games in the series. For some reason, I, I just like the Need for Speed series. I, I get the itch to play them every once in a while. I played most of them on the Wii and on the GameCube. So that is where I have played most of the games and I haven't played much since because I don't own a Xbox or a PlayStation console and I didn't get the gaming PC until 2020. So I've just been enjoying very few games in the series that have released since the 2010s. Well, this one did release. It released on the Wii U and that's the version that I'm reviewing today. But like any Need for Speed game, it's about racing. It's about racing your cars in the streets. And, of course, this one has the element of police trying to pursue you. And the unique thing with this is it is truly an open-world racing game. You can treat it like an open-world game, or you can treat it like a straight-up racing game and just get to the next race and the next race instantly. They give you both options, and I like that. And I'll get to that soon enough. And most of the races are set in this open world they just find a different way to to create tracks from the layouts of the streets that they that they put there and so you have a beginning and an end sometimes some some of the races are race from point a to point b as quick as possible other races are laps and other ones are unique challenges where you have to jump through make certain jumps and beat a certain time things like that normal racing fare but it's good this game is very well polished very well polished so i was really happy about this when i purchased it a while ago and it is until now that i'm finally beating it 2021 this game first released in 2012 for the playstation 3 the xbox 360 and the pc then I think it released the next year for the PlayStation Vita and the Wii U. And from what I have read from others and heard, it is that the Wii U version is the best version of this game because it has all the bells and whistles of all the releases with the added benefit of having the high texture 
resolution, high resolution textures that were on the PC version exclusively. And the Wii U has some exclusive things tied to the gamepad. Where this game, the gamepad kind of sort of makes sense. They've, they found a good way to use it. it it's, it's, it's simple yet effective. And I will get to that soon enough. And yeah, it's, it's a blend of simulation and arcade, really. It's not that extreme simulation like you get in like a Gran Turismo game, but it's not so arcadey where it's, I don't know, Cruising USA or, or Daytona USA. I'm, I'm, those are some really retro games that I'm referencing there. But I think you get my point. It's not arcadey like that. It's it's right down the middle, and I I can get behind that because that's kind of what I wanted out of this racing game. I wanted to race with real cars. Look, I like Mario Kart. Great, it's wonderful. Some of the Sonic racing games as well. But sometimes you get that itch for something a little more realistic with vehicles that look really good and that are real-life things, but without all of that heavy customization stuff that you get in the simulation racers out there so because i don't want to get i don't want to go through all that there are some people like that i just want things as simple as possible give me some options this game does have options to to customize your vehicles and i'll get to that too but give me some options not, not but not so many where it overwhelms me a noob especially a noob to cars i'm not a car enthusiast but every once in a while I'll, i get the itch to play a racing game so this game lasted me about 18 hours i completed 83% of the game according to howlongtobeat.com the main portion of the game people were averaging about 10 hours 16 hours if you do the main portion with some of the extra stuff and 31 hours if you're 100%ing the game. So it gives you a lot of bang for your buck if you can find this game, a physical copy. It is not heavily dependent on online play, but there is online play and the servers are still alive. I played online and I will give you my impressions of that too. But we're going into an order here. So yes, I did complete 83% of the game. And there are different ways to get around that. So there's about 120 plus cars in this game. And each car has their own set of challenges. And there's a wonderful simple system called the Autolog. Which you control with the D-pad on your controller. And it gives you all the options for the game playing online uh, as well as changing your cars and customizing your cars going to races and the autolog does things on the fly so you don't have to press pause and then go to a menu and then everything's already on the screen that you're playing on at that moment so it's on the heads up display and it really, really streamlines the game. And that is something really awesome, especially for an open world game like this. It, it makes you want to keep going because you're, you're, 
Aside from ending a race and starting a race, you're not seeing many load screens. They try to minimize the amount of load screens that you see, or, or going into the online races that you also have a load screen there, but you don't see a lot of, of load screens, only if uh, you're fast traveling to a different area of the map, which you can do also, which is also beautiful, you won't see many load screens. So it's, it's, it's very streamlined. I, I really enjoyed it. So to, I'm trying to organize my thoughts here, but to, to get an idea as to how to 100% the game. So you have the open world. The city is wonderfully designed. It's pretty massive. It is heavily based on Boston. I would say if you live in the New England area in Boston, you will see basically that city in this game. It, the city is called Fairhaven, but it is essentially Boston. And the premise of the game is you have the giant open world and you have to gain points in order to be able to challenge the 10 most wanted racers and the most wanted racers all have these amazing fast supercars and you have to beat them in a race in order to move up the rankings now you can move up the rankings just by gaining a ton of points but you don't beat the game until you defeat those 10 most wanted people and it's all about collecting points and you collect points by doing challenges in the game or you can also do different tricks and stuff in the open world and finding things. So there, the open world is spread out for you to explore areas. It's not just about the racing. There are billboards that you have to crash through. And when you crash through them, you'll see a, you'll see a ticker that is showing you how many of the something, I don't know, I think there were like 100 billboards or something like that, uh, that are in the game and how many you've already destroyed. And they have speed cameras. You see how fast you can go on a certain street. There's a certain amount of those as well. as like 60 of them. Security gates, the same thing. There's like 100 or something of those where you have to crash through a security gate. And usually those are leading to secret areas for you to find different things and there's things called jack spots and the jack spots are where you find all of the cars the 120 plus cars in the open world so when you find a jack spot it will register that car and now you can use that car in the game and so you select the car by using the auto log system and with the heads-up display, it changes the cars on the fly. It loads very quickly, just loads the cars in and out with a nice little graphic that shows you the logo of the manufacturer of the car. So if you put, if you select the Ford F-150, you'll see a very nice transition with the Ford logo, and then immediately you'll see the F-150 right there, and you're already driving it. And when you go back into the auto log and you'll see your car and you'll see races and you move over and you'll see all the challenges all the races that the car that you're driving in that specific car can do now when you do the races you have two ways of getting to the race you can either drive there 
and so you can set a destination you'll have like a and you have the mini map on the bottom left corner just like any other open world game if you've played any open world game let's say Grand Theft Auto you'll be very familiar with that system and so you'll see it'll be placed on your GPS and you'll see where you have to go exactly on that little mini map you can also set you can also press pause and set the destination using the pause menu and you'll have the giant map of the entire Fairhaven area and you can select where you want your car to go and you can put your waypoints in different destinations there as well and the thing is races and jackpots don't appear until well not the races but the jackpots the billboards those things don't appeal don't appear on your map until you've found them and then once you found them then you can highlight them on your map and select the destination for your GPS to go the cool thing about the Wii U version is the gamepad has a map as well so you select the map with the touchscreen and it will show you the map down there and the beauty of this is that map on the Wii U gamepad shows you where all of the secrets are so it's already an advantage right there compared to the other versions so the Wii U does have a step up for those who want 100% the game it shows you where everything is you just kind of have to explore and find them so that that's that's the beauty thing with the fast travel you can just uh, do that as well the fast travel system is uh, you'll have a list of all the cars that you have and you can select to either go there by driving or you can immediately go there with the fast travel and some cars there they have multiple areas that they're in so if you know an area of the map that you want to go to you just select that car select where you want to go and it'll instantly take you over there there's a bit of a longer loading time especially if you're going to a very far away area of the map that hasn't loaded in but aside from that it's for the most part just as streamlined as anything else in the game wonderful beautiful so you can choose to take your time or if you really want to speed through this game which is a racing game is you can do that too it gives you the option I, I like that I like that a lot I like that it allowed me to play both ways at, at the beginning of the game I was exploring things checking everything out but by the end of it I'm like let me just get through the races and beat this game so it gave me I, I was able to utilize both options hey folks this review has gone on for a bit so let's just take a little break for our sponsors thank you to our sponsors and now let's get back to the review now the the game controls really really well each car feels unique each car feels the way you would think they would feel just by their appearance and, and things like that you have customizable controls so every single thing that you can do in the game accelerate brake e-brake changing cameras changing the music changing the camera uh, angle all of that you can customize and assign to whatever button that you want so it makes it you can play it the way that you want to play it on the version that I was playing the Wii U 
because the Wii U has so many different controller options, you can kind of do whatever you want with it. You can play with the gamepad and use that. You can play with the gamepad with the motion controls and kind of treat the, the gamepad as a giant steering wheel, like Mario Kart Wii. You can do that too. You can also play with the Wii Remote by itself, like Mario Kart Wii, which is quite an interesting experience. You can also use the Wii U Pro Controller, or you can use the Wii Remote and Nunchuck, or you can use the, the, the Classic Controller for, for, the, for, the Wii, for the Wii Remote. So many options. And the, the beauty of this is, so the Wii U and the, the Wii U Gamepad and the Wii U Pro Controller don't have analog controls. Analog controls are on the PS3 version and the 360 version. But, uh, and I guess if you have a PC controller that has analog triggers, then you're fine. But there's no analog triggers on on the Wii U version. However, the Wii U Classic Controller, the first version of the Classic Controller, not not the Classic Controller Pro, that one does have analog controls. Analog triggers. So... I could play the game with that, and it works. It works. These guys, the developers, Criterion Games, the Wii U team, they accounted for all of the options on the Wii U, which is really above and beyond what a lot of developers did on that console. Really good. Really, really good. I was really happy about that. Now... With the cars themselves, customization options, there's plenty. You can customize the tires, you can customize the chassis, you can customize the body, you can customize you can change the color of the paint if you want to. For some car they have each car has different options, some less than others, some more. And you can also customize the nitrous. And you get upgrades different customization options by beating the different races for each car so if you want to upgrade a certain car you have to beat all of the races and the races have varying difficulty levels and they will tell you the difficulty levels you have easy easy races medium races and hard races and of course you get the best stuff you beat everything including the hard mode so you can go about it any way you want, really. Because you're supposed to collect points, and by beating the races, you collect points to challenge the most wanted, the 10 most wanted cars, in order to truly beat the main story. And sometimes you find a car that you really liked. My favorite car, the Ariel Atom V8. That was my favorite car. And... I raced pretty much all the most wanted once I found that car with that car. (laughs) So I got all the upgrades for it, but there was a point where I needed to use all of the other cars and beat those challenges to collect points. Because once you beat the five challenges for that car, you can repeat them, but... I think they they start out, uh, they're about 12,000 points each for beating the initial challenge. But to repeat it, it's only like 500. So 
you have to really either if you want to just use one certain car you're gonna to have to grind a ton and by finding stuff in the open world yes you can collect points that way but it's just much easier for everybody if you just beat at least the first initial easy challenge for each car that you find because the first challenge is really easy depend each car is handles differently but everyone should be able to at least beat the easy challenge and so you'll accumulate a ton of points really quickly you can beat this game fairly quickly you see that 10 hours I'm, I'm pretty darn sure you can speed run it once you get used to it you can speed run it and probably lower that thing down of course that's an average uh, hour score according to how long to beat.com but yeah you can beat this game fairly quickly that this is this is a if you wanted to two or three sessions possibly uh, if you really wanted to but yeah uh, three days three days three hours here three hours there three and a half or so and that's it you're done you're done when you've beaten the game you've beaten the most modern part but this game didn't compel me to speed run it or just beat the game and just be like okay I'm done <sighs> it's over no it handles well it's wonderful uh, the presentation is amazing by the way when you challenge each of the most wanted they have like a, a a cinematic that is really trippy they they really really went all out with the presentation of this game of just oh street racing no 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 they they really put something into this and it's criterion games by the way of burnout fame so these guys know exactly how to make a racing game the crashes, by the way, are also spectacular because those guys know how to make crashes. And the different racing challenges, you have time trials, uh, you have a, uh, one of them was, one of the challenges is where you have to ma maintain an average speed. And some of the challenges, you just have to beat the challenge and that's it. But other ones, they have different levels, uh, like a first place, a second place, or a third place. Or certain times, so you get the the minimum time, the medium time, or the the best time, and you'll get more points depending on how well you do. So if you want to win a race and get all the points for that race, you should get first place, as an example. But one of the challenges is to maintain an average speed. So if you crash you'll instantly when you crash in this game they'll instantly you put you back at least during the races they'll instantly you put you back on the road and at a full acceleration but you also in those challenges it basically counts as like a zero with your average speed so you have to make up a lot of of time while not crashing and trying to maintain a high speed and that's really hard so some of the challenges you really have to be perfect if you want to get the most points for that challenge there is a the difficulty of the game is very fair and some of the toughest of the challenges are tough but again fair I can't say that there was anything in the game that made me think, oh, this is BS, oh my goodness, this is so unfair, oh, this is, this is horribly balanced. There was really nothing in the game that I felt 
was like that. And I remember I completed 83% of that. I've completed most of the game. I've completed most of the game. The only things that were left when I was done with it was one last, the extra most wanted challenge that was there. And the rest of the cars that I didn't even do. And then um, I think, yeah, yeah. And then finding all the jackpots, finding all the cars in the game. So that was all that was left in the game. And I, I can't, yeah, I can't really say there was a point where I was like, oh, this is completely unfair. There were challenges that I failed and I had to redo the races two, three, maybe even four times, maybe even five times. But eventually you do get it, especially if you get a car that you really like and you really want to learn how to handle. And that's what I did with the Aero Atom V8. I was just like, this is my car. This is what I'm going to use. This is what I'm going to use to beat the final boss. And yeah, that's what I'd use to beat the final boss. So the uh, other extras here, graphics once again. Beautiful. It looks like Boston. It looks like a, a wonderful city. It looks really great for, for a late era PS3 360 game. Um, looks great on the Wii U with the high resolution textures. I'm sure it looks fantastic on a PC, especially if you can have it running at 4K. I'm sure it looks great. The music is good too. I, I really can't say there was a song. It's all licensed music, by the way. I can't really say there was a song that I dislike where I was like, okay, I gotta instantly change this. The 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 main song that you uh, that the game opens with, "Butterflies and Hurricanes" by Muse. Oh, yes, that's my favorite song in the game. That's that's the song that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna find that on Spotify. That's that one's added. That one's being added to the Spotify playlist for sure. Yes, very good music. Uh, I. A mix of everything there wasn't really any there's no rap or hip-hop in this one this is more like a rock and pop than anything else and no and I can't really say there was any like heavy metal or anything like that I think it was more rock and pop music which is in stark contrast to the first version of Need for Speed Most Wanted which was released on the PS2 and the GameCube and the Xbox which was more of a knockoff or the Fast and the Furious vibe with hip-hop music and things like that very different this game this game was more not trying to be based on that more just about street racing and no none of that pageantry there's no cut scenes with with very with with actors that are doing their best but you know the these are b movie level actors that they're finding to have a a knockoff version of the Fast and the Furious in a video game. You don't get any of that here. You just get straight up cars racing. Uh, some of the Wii U exclusive stuff that I that I that you find there. You can change the cars instantly uh, without using the the auto log there on the Wii U gamepad. You can just find the manufacturer and just pick the cars right there on the Wii U gamepad. So that's that's easier. You can also change your the paint of your car, all that stuff right there on the Wii U gamepad. You can mess with the police in this game. So some of the racing challenges, the police will be getting in your way and they will be placing roadblocks in your way, putting the uh, the things that pop your tires on the roads. They will be trying to ram you into the freaking uh, barriers, all of that stuff. 
And in the open world, you can also get points for being pursued by police and stringing them along for a very long time and having your your heat level index go really high. And the higher it goes, the more points you get. And the longer you get them chasing you, the more points you get. Of course, you can also lose all those points that you've accumulated or are about to accumulate. You have to evade the police to eventually get all those points. You lose them if they bust you, if they catch you. But the uh, the police, you can mess with them on the Wii U gamepad if that's happening. It's called the co-driver system. And you can also, the, the only co-op multiplayer thing that you can find in this game, because there's no local co-op, is basically you hand the Wii U gamepad over to a, a friend or a family member they can mess with the stuff they can change your cars they can turn it from day to night they can they they can check the map for you all that stuff they can turn the traffic on and off all of that stuff is on the wii u gamepad while you race using a different controller the wii remotes we we and nunchuck we classic controller we wii u pro controller any of those controllers while they use the gamepad so there are different options on how you want to do this and it can be fun in a co-op sense you can take turns doing that next i guess the last thing i would say is the online play i was only able to experience it once and it's really funny that i was only able to experience it in 2021 i found one person online playing need for speed most wanted on the wii u in 2021 we were able to play a full match. The online multiplayer, it, you have the entire open world, except you take away all the challenges from the single player mode and you do challenges specific to multiplayer. Some of them are just like, okay, straight up race from here to there. Others are laps and stuff. Other ones are uh, do tricks and uh, explore the open world and find certain things. There and. So, and the challenges are both uh, you're working cooperatively and against each other and whoever gets the most points or does the most things or whatever or wins a race in a certain challenge gets points and then by the time you finish about maybe like five or six challenges then you see who accumulated the most points or most wins and you have an ultimate winner and then that ends and then you kind of wait in the lobby it's not really a lobby you're just in the open world but it's kind of like a cool down period before they start the next set of challenges against people so i'm sure it would it was probably much more lively back in 2012 when or in 2013 when both of the when the game was out for all of these systems there was no crossplay, of course crossplay wasn't a thing back then but I'm sure it was a lot more lively. On the Wii U, you had voice chat with the gamepad. Um, and yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I really do wish I had been able to experience all of it in its full glory back in the day. But I bought this game pretty late in the Wii U's life, life cycle. So I doubt I would have found much people playing them back then. But the fact that I found one in 2021 was a miracle. And we had fun, and we added each other to our friend list on the Wii U, which is crazy, but I have to find them on the Switch because my 
my accounts are tied, so I can maybe if they have a Switch, I can add them to my Switch and play Rocket League or something with them, something more modern. But that's an aside. Need for Speed Most Wanted is a good game. Please find it. Servers for all of these the PlayStation stores being shut down, so you, I don't know if they sell if you, the digital version anymore on that. I'm sure EA Origin has the game, so you can download it still on PC, 360. I don't know if it's if it's already backwards or they're going to make it backwards compatible with the Series X. And for Nintendo console, it's the Wii U. And yeah, there's a Vita version as well. So if you find a copy of this game, get please go go ahead, give it a try, man. This is a good game. This is a very well-crafted video game. None of those, none of the EA stuff that you would think is in there. No microtransactions, no loot boxes, none of that stuff. It's already a complete game. It's I couldn't find. There's no game-breaking glitches nothing no bugs yeah you see the occasional weird thing it's an open world game that's not perfect but it's nothing game breaking and it's nothing that affects your gameplay it's just something that's like ah oh, that was weird and then you just keep going because it went away so very well crafted video game I really like this that's it I recommend this I highly recommend this I give this a 9 out of 10 really I really do give this a 9 out of 10 if I went with a ranking system. I, I don't do that. I don't I don't normally do that, but if some people want that, that's what I'll say for this racing game. Nine out of ten, you'll get ten to twenty hours, I would say, of gameplay from this. And if you really want hundred percent it, you'll definitely get a lot more. That's it for me, everybody. I am Francisco. You can follow me on Twitter at FJOGR. You can check out my YouTube channel FGOGR. You can check out my sports podcast, Sports Goofs. You can also find me on the Nintendo Switch, uh, my PC. I got Steam, I got GOG, I got Epic Games, I got Xbox on my PC, and lots of other stuff. Yeah, man, I'm out there. You can find me, you can enjoy this podcast, and I'll be bringing more reviews. So thank you, everybody. Take care. Need for Speed Most Wanted. Recommend it. Go play it. You're from the 70s, but I'm a